0: Welcome to the uh, No Show Radio uh, weather uh, forecast. Uh, How did I do it last time? Not like that, apparently from Alex. (laughs) Not (laughs) Not like that, no. No, I told you I was going to mess up. Weather report. not forecast. The weather report. Weather report. Welcome to the weather report, where there's no weather in Elysium, but at least we have sunny skies here. Bless you, Ethan. Yeah, Yeah, you're welcome. Perfect. Uh, Nailed it. Nailed it. Don't have any expectations, therefore I can exceed them all. Um, So hey, everybody, thanks for joining us. Uh, We're just here going to talk about, obviously, some of the episodes we've had previously recorded uh, through uh, Facades of Gods. And uh, yeah, today we're covering episodes 11 through 14, which wraps up our first arc. And then also the audio dramas that uh, supplement or uh, correlate with those, which is uh the last three and ends with the epilogue so yeah um with us obviously is me the grandal ethan we've got alex and we've got me joining us today so hello, hello. we've got the whole gang uh, it's gonna yeah. be great
1: we have the trio proper i'm so yes, excited yes, <laughs> yes, it's gonna do. be good oh, and
0: beautiful. we don't have to match the personalities of the actual characters we're playing so it's it's perfect
1: what do you mean, have to match? I don't understand. <laughs> What's the difference?
2: I mean, mm. no one knows. I,
0: just, I mean, it just means that everyone gets to see B be a little bit more bubbly and and less hardcore, <laughs> you know? That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah, so. Hardcore.
2: <laughs> hardcore. I don't have a mean boat in my body. That's <laughs> uh, not true.
0: But you can pretend. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I guess we can just hop right into it. Obviously, um,. Last month, we ended with uh, everyone being at a certain club with a certain person named The Goat. They made agreements with both Giselle and Jada to get rid of or uh, let Frederick Lloyd go away, as it were. Meanwhile, Clarence is, of course, uh, off in La La Land after supplementing or uh, sampling some of the, the goods at the bar, so... But yeah, and then we end up at the uh, taxi in the first episode. What's so, yeah. Martha. Martha. With Martha. Martha's a
2: very important NPC. Super. Um, cool. Yes. Can somebody take the time to describe her? Because I, I obviously remember how majestic she was.
1: I remember her being described... I lo- re-listened to episodes, I still forget what oh. Martha looks like. So <laughs> I remember her being described as an Amazon goddess, but that might have just been my memory and I'm purposely putting in.
0: <laughs>
2: i mean i think it's pretty accurate she had to we commissioned her or commissioned <laughs> contracted her to pick up clarence and carry him around for us so mm-hmm. amazonian she was, goddess
0: she was a glorified uh caddy so mm-hmm. it was perfect <laughs> clarence caddy i
1: think it was the first time like i was trying to get to know an npc that Carol was like no this is no one i refuse to make <laughs> this <laughs> <with> anybody like
0: <laughs> this is she's barely speaking you can use your offshore bank accounts to convince her to carry something. That's it. She sat it.
2: quietly in the car.
0: <laughs> and lo and behold, she's back in this latest episode, guys. You know her and love her. She comes back swinging an axe and killing people. Am I lying? If Too if you know I'm lying, then you actually listen to the podcast. If you're if you're not, then shame on you. You should be listening more. Shame. That's what shame. we're covering here today for shame. Also, why are you watching this without seeing the That's episodes? That's the point.
2: Some people love this stuff, yeah. So that way people can catch up. Silly. <laughs>
1: Apparently we got Mr. Judgy over <laughs> here.
0: Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just, just all sorts of excited today, I guess. Uh, Clarence obviously starts coming too. Um, what did you guys have? I guess now that we have you be... Uh, we talked about it a, be- a little bit about it last month, but what did you think about... We touched on the fact that I wasn't there for the few episodes that you recorded mm-hmm. with the goat and everything. What was your thoughts kind of going into this now that I was back and just waiting to see how everything unfolded? Because I'll be honest, I was completely in the dark for most of the stuff until like we actually started recording what was going on.
2: <laughs> uh, I mean, okay. Not that I absolutely don't love and respect you, but I loved the episodes without you. (laughs) That's an interesting way to phrase Hmm. that.
1: I don't think we were Hmm. about that
2: before, B. (laughs) It was just like the one-on-one in the bathroom and kind of having the moment to break down. And that was maybe Jada's first human kind of conversation Where she wasn't an authority figure. She wasn't trying to assert her power somewhere. She wasn't confused and panicked. She was just like sad and hurt and like, what the fuck? (laughs) Uh, No, but then like you coming back too just meant like that we are all back together. and We can start resolving the plot again. Mm -hmm. But like, bless your soul. I just like the way I remember it, because I haven't re-listened to the episode, um, (laughs) is... Kyle just described you like, yeah, and Clarence stands up and goes to the bar, as you do. He accepts yeah. a drink, not what he would normally drink. It looks like a fancy or like, it, it wasn't a beer or something that you would want. Um, and the next thing I know, you were passed out on the chair, like the, the bench at the bar something next amazing. to me. And it was like, well, yeah. R.I.P. Clarence. We're yep. like, he's fine, right? <laughs> we don't need to worry about him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, he's just accepting drugs and drinks. But yep. it's fine. Or they slipped something in your drink is what it this was. was.
0: This was Kyle's way of saying that Ethan was fired and he wasn't coming back.
2: <laughs> you had to beg to get your job back, which is why you're yeah. here now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was
0: it was getting real Game of Thrones there for a while. It was pretty pretty risky.
1: Uh, <laughs> I, I can't remember if we touched on this last time, too. But I, I think AR episodes are super short. So we're trying to clip through sometimes to like make progress in an episode. And out of character mm-hmm. knowledge, like, oh, yeah, we know Ethan's out sick. So we don't need to worry about Clarence because... He's out sick. And so it's, mm-hmm. it ends up being funny listening to the characters being like, oh, yeah, isn't
2: there Clarence? Oh, we probably should grab him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's still a body we have to maintain mm-hmm. and take care of. Mm-hmm. Drag yep. him with us.
0: <laughs> Come along. Uh, well, so, yeah. And then I think, obviously, that first up, well, the first episode of this conversation is mainly just the, the bit about, you know, the taxi ride to uh, the location mm-hmm. that the both of you received um and then we get a little Timothy action still upcharging. Jada was still very I think frustrated. I
2: hated Timothy Timothy until like more recently. Um, right. like Jada has a change of her and like you really got to stick with it all to find out why because like mm-hmm. Timothy is just not likable. <laughs> <laughs> and and Giselle gave her free drugs, right? No, I paid her.
0: No, she... You did? She paid yes, yes! She had the debate about whether or not she was going to give them, because...
2: Okay. So did I...
1: Oh. Technically, did I promise the drugs or did I promise the money? The money. Here's the mm.
2: money.
0: Mm-hmm. You just basically promised to, you know, provide her next fix, whether that was the money or the drug. <laughs> See, Thanks. Giselle knows how to work around the deals and everything like that.
1: She's a good friend Perfect. to have.
0: Mm-hmm. Verbal contracts have a lot of Her loopholes. Her last husband was a and...
2: lawyer, so. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> I'm sure there was a lot of arguing, and she learned a whole lot from that.
0: Um, Yeah, so then we end up there. I, as Clarence, obviously start kind of coming to a little bit, but not before uh, Giselle steals some cigarettes for me. And I think that's still been an ongoing joke. I think... Outside of the actual play that I'm like, hmm, I wonder when Clarence is going to notice that he's missing a couple of cigarettes or something like Aren't that, you, you know? are you out? You've I got, think... You
2: forgot, I could have sworn this was the time you ran out, like...
0: I think it was, like, right after this arc wrapped up that okay. I think we threw that, because we had still obviously been recording past that first arc. Um, but yeah, I remember, obviously... I think I think it got cut out of the audio, too, but it was, I think, that moment where we were, like, both Giselle and Clarence are on the footsteps of the house, and I think, I was going to make the joke, like, he's kind of doing, like, a quick, like, head count of, like, in his pack or something like that and notices he's light or something, but I think that didn't necessarily make the cut or I didn't actually put that into the gameplay. I, you know, I remember listening to that we and it. thinking
1: it was odd that we didn't have that either, and I don't remember maybe it comes up later i I feel Uh, like
0: it yeah i feel like it came came up later so i'm I'm kind of obviously i think as with the rest of us most of us are kind of re-listening right before we obviously do this to help you guys catch up it's fresh in our memory so we can give you the quick dragon ball z recap and Mm -hmm. everything like that so
2: last time on facades of gods i
0: and then it's just us screaming for five hours
2: (sighs) yep 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 (laughs)
1: and again, I I listened to this like about a week ago. So um, if if that did get cut, it's a bummer because I feel particularly in the beginning, Clarence and Giselle don't have a lot of one-on-one moments. A lot of us don't have a lot of one-on-one moments. And as we all know, I try to make an effort to have those side conversations. But the one thing that Mm -hmm. did stand out that I made a note to talk about and that I wish would happen more often is that Clarence calls Giselle Queenie at some point queenie Uh, and i was like god that would be i'm not telling you to play your character no i just i I, it's happened once and i was like that i think would be a a genuine thing to carry on of that like slowly starting sarcastic and then becoming that friendly pet name in a way or duchess like i think a duchess uh, from clueless the movie i'm not sure if anyone else was obsessed with that movie as i was um
0: um yeah and so we we pay timothy we get out of the cab and then I, I like it that it got kept in when we were discussing that I think Jada wanted to do something and Kyle was like, well, <laughs> Timothy's already gone, so you can't yell at him or, or tell him off. And and you were just like, ah, okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> it was in my head the entire time. <laughs>
2: oh, I forgot about
1: that. I like that the trio kind of consistently get so caught up in their own stuff. That they look around expecting people to wait for them, and I was like, "No, mm. of course they've moved on." And it's like, "Oh, that wasn't yeah. just
0: yeah." <laughs> yeah, I enjoy that. I enjoy that with Kyle's uh, gameplay because Kyle's like, "We're gonna move right along." I'll give you a couple times where I'm like, are we, "We done conversing, or are we walking and talking at the same time? What are we doing?" <laughs> and then Kyle's like, "Okay, cool. We're on, We're yep. and and here we go." Off we are.
2: (laughs) Uh, No, it's really important for him as a DM to keep things moving. So I think he Mm -hmm. handles it really well.
0: Yeah. I feel like between our dynamic, we do like to obviously have good banter and good talk. And I think sometimes, obviously, Kaz is like,
2: please play the game.
0: (laughs) There's a plot device we need to get to in this episode. Please carry on. (laughs) Yeah. uh, But yeah, going back to the the episodes, we have um, obviously we're at the house now jada goes ahead and is surveillancing the house being very cop-like very very police-like because i'll tell you guys after kind of like we've been doing this for a year and seeing where our characters are now comparatively and re-listening it's interesting to see how lawful in the sense that jada's being right now still like
2: ha <sighs> I mean, not to say that
0: not to say that you're lawless mm-hmm. later on in the, sto- in the story, but mm-hmm. you're you're taking it very serious. You're like, I have two civilians with me that I both I dragged here. Calling
2: you civilians, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. And Y'all
2: like, have been upgraded from civilians to oof, like that, yeah. that's a big <laughs> deal. <laughs> like acquaintances, Ac- acquaintances. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was just crazy to see that in just the sense that. Jada does know as a police officer that, you know, protect and serve comes first and <laughs> of course leaves us out front of the house so so she can you know surveil everything first but yeah, you know, it's just kind of cool and then there are the moments where Giselle doesn't want to be left behind so grabbing at like, you know, Clarence's coat or something like that yes, to, uh, yes. just like kind of clinging along like hiding behind kind of all mousey like even though we're like you you done some shady shit Giselle, why why are you hiding behind everything?
1: <laughs> Do you guys want a story? I got a story. Yes, please. Yes. I mm-hmm. absolutely adore playing Cowardice. It is one of my favorite. Cowardice, Damsel in Distress, one of my favorite like roleplay quote unquote flaws. The first time I did it was in a Malifaux game.
2: Really? And
1: it was a pretty roleplay heavy game where combat's messy anyways. And I was like, yeah, okay, I'll just, we have a bunch of tanks essentially. I'll just play Damsel in Distress. No problem. Easy. Well done, easy, I easy. adored it. I thought it was a crazy huh. fun way to play a character because I feel like a lot of role playing is like, can I be the biggest, toughest person in the room? That's <laughs> me. <laughs> 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 and, and I, if I can go a whole game without combat. I'm happy, right? So like, oh,
2: this this, yes. this element of
1: everyone's supposed to be brave and daring, and I'm like, or. I'm okay being the adult who is like, nope, I'm holding on to your jacket because I am terrified of what's going to happen when you leave me.
2: It's just like, it's it's a good flaw. Um, but to roleplay that has always been beyond me. So huh. <laughs> good for thought. I like it. I've,
1: I've, I've come yeah. to learn that if you're going to do a coward or that kind of character type, that trope, you, you gotta have something else because otherwise they are irritating. If you're scared of your own shadow, scared oh. of everything, that's not good. But having some very specific fears and i think it's generally mm-hmm. oh your life's in danger not everyone is a jump to the front kind of person and mm-hmm.
2: oh yeah um, mm-hmm. I, I, especially because we're real people too like we're not role playing yeah, superheroes exactly.
0: <laughs> i i like that you bring that up cuz it's definitely like both clarence and giselle while they may have some sort of criminal acts they don't they do it for their own self preservation or their own motivations but if it's something that they're being dragged along to they don't want to risk their neck out for that like i think i started kind of playing off Clarence that way too like nope i'm not nope not gonna do that no way jose and then i'm just being forced to go along and so you have to (laughs) change that attitude like well clarence knows he's not getting out of this shit so he might as well go with it but have still a little bit of reservations to things and then Mm -hmm. giselle may or may not have had some criminal past issues, but it's all been like you know, subterfuge, you know stealthy shit, so obviously she's not gonna be in front to kick down a door and stuff like that yeah, so I think after that we get into the we actually enter in the house we hear screams we don't immediately run towards the screams. No,
2: okay, (laughs) so policing 101 is like, I don't know why I RP'd Jada being like there's a scream. Let's keep investigating. Yeah. <laughs> like I think that was actually my role playing overriding the character's like training.
0: Right. Yeah, training. It reminds me of like any RPG game or something like that when you have like the side quest that's like yelling over in the corner. <laughs> You're like, "Hold on, let me grab these herbs I need real quick just to like stock up, you know, or let me find <laughs> the item rude. around here before I visit them." Yeah. And so we go on a little, you know, <laughs> I guess item gathering cuz we realize we don't have weapons. We're probably going to get into oh some gosh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what so did I was... even
2: have in my inventory at that time? <laughs> Not a lot. Nothing.
0: Right. Not a lot. I think we literally just had the gun and we had the taser. And
2: a taser, yes. Mm-hmm. And I want. To, I want to say, Giselle took a shoe off. Took both of her shoes off. because mm-hmm. Because
0: okay. Jada was yeah. giving her
1: shit for wearing heels like if she, if she needs to run yeah. and she's like I'll be fine mm-hmm. give me your shoes instead yeah. and I was this close I was this close to convincing Jada to give you wear she shoes <laughs> instead of, yeah no Because there's a discussion later on to like how she's holding it and, like how she has to juggle things and you and I yes. were talking like oh yeah no of course they're like looped in your finger because she- heels are hard to carry like under your arm
0: mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> I think I love the conversation best it's like oh so just so you can run you're going to take your shoes off but you know tetanus isn't a no. worry or anything like that I have my shots which is impressive which I think looking back at it it's still very impressive how well you did in this house after having your shoes off I mean I feel no. like I got a I feel like I got a little swindled out of everything in that and because
2: That's actually really funny considering <laughs> your state <laughs> Yeah
0: considering the state that we're talking about here uh so yeah we gather like materials i find out i have a phone guys that was pretty cool <laughs> Did um, you? yes did
2: you really find out you had a phone then
0: it was when we were gathering stuff <laughs> yep and i just didn't tell anyone <laughs> yes. and if you listen to the audio dramas you'll find out who gave me that phone but we just haven't figured out ourselves who gave it to me That's cool. so that's a really cool thing i didn't realize that until i had been listening to the audio dramas it's like hey, wait a minute. This is the person that did everything to me. How dare they? <laughs> but it's it's cool. It's, again, one of those things where everything's connected, and I love that in storytelling.
2: Oh, it's always absolutely. six degrees of
0: something. Uh, so with the audio dramas, we'll kind of switch gears. Um, we obviously have Bambin and uh, Falcon uh, recording those, and I think they've been doing a really good job, especially with those, because... God, they just they just have such good like poignant voices for everything that they do, especially when it's like scripted and directed like that. It's amazing. Um, I've only
2: listened to Falcons and it was wonderful.
0: Yes. <laughs> um at this point they had been following the trail. I think, you know, last we talked, they had visited the goat as well and we're getting a follow up. They ended up at a hotel killing uh or intervening with the devil boys that attack to you be mm-hmm. um and then i'm spacing on the episode right after that but like i think they're on their way and then excuse me in the meantime uh ian is calling sam which is the person that gave me the phone they were tailing us the entire time huh. and uh so i i can't remember exactly if it, if it was implied that sam on the phone call was the one that actually drugged me as well or if at least was just able to smuggle in the the burner phone into my pocket can
1: we so. talk about sam real quick and more importantly i want to talk yes. about Co clover who did the voice it was our very first the mm-hmm. true blue guest voice actor who came in mm-hmm. and that's cool kyle and i threw out stuff on twitter like saying hey voice actors we're interested in a feminine voice right now but please everyone who wants to we're gonna need more voices in the future and Co was was cautious because Co does not say for work voice acting primarily
0: Okay. Oh. And okay. Mm-hmm.
1: I, she was just like, I, you know, I understand if you don't want this, or if you don't want someone with this kind of background. And I was like, Hell yeah, hell yeah, let's do it. <laughs> don't matter. And,
0: Fuck yeah, dude. let's do and it. This is the
1: first time I've listened to that audio drama since it came out, and just her voice is so good. Mm-hmm. Her voice is so pretty mm-hmm. and so nice, and oh it's not saying that all of us are, are just not professional, but like someone who does it
2: there's something we're, we're trash it's fine you can yes we get it, <laughs> it just, like, we're garbage bin inside of garbage bins i'm and, a trash I man
0: i eat <laughs> i eat trash and throw trash around the ring all over the ring
1: so sorry going back to this audio drama now that i have like my sense back <laughs> that uh again this was a really well written episode by kyle in my opinion and sam has one of my favorite lines i've heard in a while and it's that if patient if patience is a virtue then impatience must be a sin and that's your grandest transgression. Uh, or like some, I just butchered mm-hmm. it. But like the way Sam read it and the way that Kyle yeah. wrote it, very good. Very, very yeah.
0: good. Delivery and execution was great. Just the setup for it. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, that whole conversation was great because Ian's talking to Sam. And in the meantime, we still don't know exactly what B was doing. But all of a sudden, all the shit goes down the fan. You hear chaotic, bone-crunching sounds and a whole bunch of stuff. And yeah, it's insane. It's pretty. It's pretty interesting. Oh
2: dang! (laughs) It's pretty good. And this is just the first audio drama.
0: Uh, that was the first arc of the audio drama. So this is like arc of it. I think that's episode four of the audio drama. Okay. Um, they all blend in because they're only like they're even shorter than our episodes Mm -hmm. because they're like five six minute episodes. Um, I think the obviously the epilogue was a little bit longer, but um yeah um and then i think we get into the exciting part i I just wanted to recap
1: this real quick because it was super funny we had our first overlap of of um last time on so b and i sat down together Mm -hmm. and we're trying to (laughs) record this last time on and god we spent like two hours Mm -hmm. on on two different recaps and and it was the one like where we're talking about the bathroom and talking about the club.
0: I
2: mm-hmm. forgot about this. And we yeah. thought it was gonna be so easy. <laughs> I was gonna say I really <laughs> Two hours.
1: Oh, oh not god. Even two episodes for two episodes. But oh, then the audio on one of them busted, I think. Something happened.
2: I remember Kyle
1: uh, saying no.
0: something,
2: yeah.
0: Oh no. But it
1: was a lot of fun to do, because it it wasn't it was it was like the extra yeah. role play that we got to do. Like, okay, if Jada and Giselle were sitting in a room mm-hmm. recounting the story what would it sound like and oh it, how would they do I, it we mm-hmm. to it it was really cool it, <laughs> Stubbornly. Was, ah.
2: it
0: was it was really fun i really enjoyed that cuz like i obviously didn't get to like we record all of our recaps or like previously on's separately outside of stuff we kind of have a little bit i think freedom with that kyle doesn't like write a script for those so we can just kind of in our characters own voices just Freely recap. I love that because Jada's is all like like an actual documentation, paperwork style. Our
2: official a police report.
0: Yeah. Giselle's just like spreading the gossip like, I already told this. And then I'm just like, yeah, this happened. I think yours is
1: the uh, most <laughs> true noir sounding. Where you sound like the PI who's right. recounting.
0: <laughs> I tried... I try to do a little bit of that. Like, I get a little bit of enough of a, the jargon inter- to, I, I hope, remind people that this is definitely noir style and everything like that. So, I, I love noir style and I don't know it well enough, but I enjoy it when I see it type style. Because, Kyle, when you told me that Kyle was doing that, I was like, sign me up. Because, <laughs> folks, if you haven't watched the movie... This was how they got my attention about this show that when we were originally creating this. Like, have you ever seen the movie Brick? I was like, fuck oh, yeah, yes. I have. And they're like, watch, yeah. So, audience, if you haven't seen it, go watch Brick. It's got uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt in it. Mm-hmm. Amazing, phenomenal film. High it's school strange, Ti, strange
2: but so Strange,
0: so good. Yeah, it's crazy. I love it. So that's gonna be. I'm probably gonna do a plug like once every other. They're not time paying us to do this now. That's fine. That's go right. watch Brick.
2: I, I,
1: just, I, nope. I have no <laughs> don't royalties worry. don't you worry i, uh, I, I want to say too like as far as vibes go it's a little spreading the gossip but i also like, i try or what i imagine is happening is like you caught her at a coffee shop and she's just trying to enjoy her drink and someone has found out like oh it's giselle from this epic story please tell us exactly
0: <laughs> and she's like well please if you're here no. you might as well be don't. useful go get me this Ugh. thing and i'll tell you the story fine like, Mm -hmm. i love that actually that's Mm a
2: much better image (laughs) yeah
0: we all have our own separate voices and i love that for that for that portion Mm of it um obviously with the final end of this arc we have our three-way kind of uh voiceover recap not necessarily a recap as much as like what's going in like on and inside our heads i think at the exact same time and that one, of course, was scripted by Kyle. He's like, "Here, I got this for you guys. Just need a couple of recordings of you guys saying it in your own voices, and I'm gonna cascade or overlap of each other." So, and I thought that was a really cool way to do super it.
2: Cool,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> Are we ready to talk about Lloyd?
0: I think we're ready to talk about everything. Yeah, because we found some knives, and you got a taser, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. yeah, pretty much. And then yeah, this this is like the pretty much like the second and final episode right so we have 13 and 14 we're both back to back and i think when we recorded these we were like in a solid like i think this was our long recording where it was like a solid like hour and a half recording or almost two hours i think with everything that we did it
2: was the finale finales i love i mean that's
1: finale. No, the finale mm-hmm. yes. it's like my favorite thing to record and i think that makes sense like if there's usually a lot of stuff going on it's
2: it's the culmination so of it all. Every time I'm just
1: like, yes, early <laughs>
2: episodes. Yeah! Bring it together.
0: <laughs> yep. Yeah. So yeah, we uh, finally make our way upstairs. We come into a room that's not at all dusty it's actually kind of clean in the sense the
2: contrast of this room to the rest of the house was my favorite Mm -hmm. because it was this it was so clean it was so organized so put together Mm -hmm. and just a gentle man in a rocking chair
0: yeah with two different colored eyes Mm -hmm. which i don't recall us ever actually like discussing per se about how frederick lloyd looked until this moment which was kind of the interesting thing is yeah kyle brings out directly just saying two two separate eye colors and everything like that. So.
2: Okay, yeah, we have never actually investigated that. Um also the weird ass fact that it smelled like a warm summer day in that room. That was just like, yep, accepted because like I didn't know how to properly explore <laughs> that. Like that's just a yeah, fact like, that I have to accept.
0: You're like, sure, okay. <laughs> that's slight the smell? humidity. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, slight humidity smell. Makes sense in the context afterwards, but...
2: Mm -hmm. Oh, after, yeah. Mm -hmm. But during, it's just like, Mm -hmm. how do I even comment on that?
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. It just is. I think it's really cool because we see like how your demeanor changes, be how Jada's demeanor Mm -hmm. changes. Because Mm -hmm. before this, there was a lot of stuff, I think, that's like, we're going to get Frederick Lloyd and we're going to just... Fucking leave. I, I got a way to get out with taking him. I'm going to be good. And I think we definitely see your blood really boil in this situation.
2: I mean, and- this is the first example of kind of lawlessness. Lawless Cheetah. Mm-hmm. Um, it, we only just kind of discussed this. But like, she did just kill a man in front of y'all. And it was justified through her frustrations. Like there was a mm-hmm. lot happening around at the same time. And like it was almost a reaction. But nonetheless, that's traumatic as shit. <laughs>
1: I, I think I, I really, there's a lot of little points in the, these episodes in this room that I really, really enjoyed. I loved your voice acting, Ethan, when he gets his arm fucking ripped. Your, because that was no prompting on us <laughs> or from Kyle. You oh, yeah. just went right for it, and
0: <laughs> oh, I, I was fully immersed in this point. <laughs> I was all about it,
1: and and like when Jada goes to try and help, and you're like, no, leave me alone, don't touch me. Mm-hmm. Like it was even mm-hmm. listening to just, it yeah. was so oh I need powerful. To hear that again. Actually, like mm-hmm. I. If we listening, I was like, "Oh damn! Like it sounds like you're in a lot of pain, and I'm like I feel that for you, buddy." It was it was really well done, and I'm. It's
0: because my soul hurts all the time.
1: <laughs> my <Am I> laughing, <laughs> I've been practicing.
0: Uh- <laughs> 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 and
1: and Jada's again that kind of cool. And it's almost temper tantrum in a way. This is just like childish Ooh, yeah. breakdown yeah. that happens of this mm-hmm. usually pretty collected, different collected than, than Giselle, right? Like this authoritative yeah. mm-hmm. collective and just being like, no, this isn't right. This isn't how it's supposed to be.
2: She didn't get her justice. It wasn't justice to kill somebody like that.
1: <laughs> and I think no. I mean, we, we've talked about before, and I always bring it up, Giselle's little touches like that. I just I'm always going to drive that home is how she physically touches everybody is Mm -hmm. thought out on my part but would also be thought out on her part too of just like how to approach people physically Mm -hmm. and the like hey the my advantage is that i'm touching you it's that i'm here bringing you out and centering you because Mm -hmm. i'm sure all three of us have had anxiety attack i don't want to out anybody but um i think we're all three of us are pretty anxious people and there's something about someone just not like holding you but just touching you that touch brings Mm -hmm. you out on camera brings you back to that moment and you did such a good Mm -hmm. job b of being of of explaining that of like coming back to reality and realizing oh (laughs) yeah i'm actually here and this is what's happening right now
0: yeah and i i really appreciate how giselle has been the one that's been on the fast track to understand everything here and what's going on and just the sense that you know like this isn't actually frederick lloyd frederick lloyd wouldn't talk like this this isn't him it's some part or something else other and yeah jumping right into it we find out this is a house that's you know i i think it got cut out because i think it was right after we got done recording but i was like ah this house is a fucking mimic we're inside a mimic chest (laughs) box i don't like this (laughs) and then kyle's like well bonded house but yeah basically so yeah yeah, we're in the bonded house now it's an actual house that just it was hungry It wanted food and the perfect kind of like, you know, angler fish that, you know, just puts something out and wants us to sit down. I think it's really funny. I think I don't think this was necessarily the context I was going to try to look for when I first did it, but how Jada always stands up and doesn't actually sit down and everything. And the one time that Clarence tries to follow suit and stay standing, but leans up against (laughs) the wall, he gets stuck and. This is where I I say that I think I got cheated out of it, Alex, because you had no shoes and I got stuck through fabric. I think
1: it's (laughs) 100% Kyle forgot I was shoeless. I think we all forgot I wasn't wearing shoes. I think we all
0: did, but it's really fun. And then as as we were trying to escape this house after Jada, of course, has shot uh, Frederick Lloyd in the head and we're trying to get out. And after my flailing attempt to just kick myself out of the house, out of the door and everything... Um I think we he kind of gave you like kind of like those fate saves or like you did do a couple of overcomes because you were like quickly running and stuff like that. You were, you know, even though you weren't wearing your heels, you were hell on heels at that point in time, yeah, so
1: <laughs> trying to freaking hold Jada or like holding each other and yeah
0: <laughs> i feel bad because this is the one part where i think we were just really excited about what was happening but we weren't taking kyle's cues we as as serious because he's like okay it's dark <laughs> it's dark gang you can't see shit <laughs> Let's walk overcome stairs. and we're like all right yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> everything's everything's not as it was the windows seem painted there's the fleshiness of, of this entire place now. It's starting to lose its illusion. And he goes and he's just like, it's dark. And then Giselle is like one of the first ones, like, oh, right, I got a light. And <laughs> first uses the taser and then actually uses the cigarette lighter. <laughs> but I, but yeah, I have works. another like
1: nose touch moment for you know, our audio listeners. Mm-hmm. Like, when I realize I have something to say, finger to nose. Um, backtracking real mm-hmm. quick of a note that I want to talk about, Giselle. We start episode 13 with a monologue because that's what I do. I monologue. And I remember at the time being frustrated because we ended the week before right as we realized that this isn't the right guy. This isn't Lloyd proper. And I had a few notes down of like my emotional reaction because I was ready right then to just kind of explain how mad and frustrated Giselle was. And then a week went by, and I'm like, I don't have that same emotional impact that we did before. And yeah. I really wish we would have recorded at least that that monologue I was feeling at the time. Mm-hmm, because of how it would have... Yeah, and, and so I feel like I phoned it in a little Ribbon. bit. And it's, it's still it, like it's still fine, but I think the issue with Giselle sometimes in playing her is that that cool reserveness doesn't always come across as... It's, it's flat, and I don't always appreciate that. As, as a player, I'm like, I don't want it to be flat. There's there's stuff and thoughts and a lot of calculation going on in those, which kind of gets mm-hmm. covered up later when we're like, when Jada says, look away, and she's like, nope, I'm lighting a smoke and watching this fucker die. Um, a little bit of a handshake, mm-hmm. like, nope, mm-hmm. this is what I'm doing. Uh, and there's something also, kind of Mary Sue, about people like that that I'm trying to avoid at the same time of, like, nothing phases me. Okay. I'm perfect <laughs> yeah. in my cruel brutality. Like it's, but I remember, even going back and listening to, it, I was like, man, that still doesn't hit how I wanted it to hit. And I'm not sure what I could do different now, but I feel like I know Kyle's watching, or will listen at some point. Uh, I think that that might be something. I was, I'll put my foot down. I'm like, I need a monologue. I need a monologue now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let me send you a <laughs> recording stat. <laughs> so you're saying we need to have remastered episodes as as this no. progresses. In I am Zed not doing that to Kyle. I have done that before. We are not doing that to Kyle. Have you? Oh, my word. <laughs> Rema- remaster all of arc one
1: <laughs> But so, yes, we're then we're... So, thank you for letting me have that tangent about, like, how upset I was personally. I'm just like, oh, man, I should have done yeah. a better performance. No,
0: I loved it. I mean, it, it goes back to, like, the conversation, you know, we had an actual, you know, voice actor on and how they can just bring that energy to something like... All of us, we are obviously doing this, you know, one first and foremost, typically for fun, and then everything else that comes with it afterwards. But we all get those energy ramp-ups and then those, like, fleeting times and stuff like that. I'm sure I'm probably... I think after this is where I think I have, like, a little bit of a slump in, like, one or two episodes after this arc where I was just, like... I think because I've re-listened to a few of them, and I'm like, man, I feel like I kind of, like phoned it in a little bit too just like on certain things but then you know you're because you're still like trying to account for everything that's going on especially in a story like we're doing with this may i for express sure.
2: as the unofficial leader of our group how much <laughs> pressure i have on my shoulders to maintain that position and how poorly I do it, but I hope I maintain the illusion of doing well. <laughs> I feel
0: like, I feel like you have, like, I haven't really noticed it through anything per se, so I feel like if you're trying to fake it till you make it, I think you've, I think you've made it, like, with stars, so. <laughs> I got <Yeah>. you fooled! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just gonna if if clarence ever let it's just gonna be them on the side of like a, a street like just on a street curb just like clicking his toes together and we're all just relaxing doing nothing like Pooh <laughs> bear style just like hey you want to
2: want to hotwire that car well maybe later yeah yeah
0: it's a nothing <laughs> but that day. has to
1: be an au somewhere like there's there has to be an au for someone's the leader right and us having just the right personalities to follow clarence and having the right personalities mm-hmm. to follow jaden and have the right personalities yeah. to follow us uh, mm-hmm.
0: It's when it's when Clarence's charm is like maxed out, and they're just like, "Okay, we'll do whatever you are. You're the you're oh, the you're real so crim, cr, criminal element that knows these streets. We'll uh, follow you." Yeah, I'm the. <laughs> I know exactly what I'm doing. Internal scream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um. So then, yes, episodes. We're we're obviously trying to escape. That's the general theme of it right now. Um. And I think obviously we get to that point where we're all starting to kind of like work together. I'm kind of using the lighter to try to burn away at things. Um, I'm trying to remember everything else because stabbing at it didn't work. It was solid. Uh, you try to bash it with the toaster, uh, B. That didn't work out too well.
2: <laughs> Do you remember the toaster, B? <laughs> I don't, and I'm rereading my notes, waiting to read that again, because what? You grabbed
1: a toaster, and we're looking at you like, why? And your hands got stuck, and so you had to rip them off, but they didn't get the damage that Clarence did.
0: Yeah, Yeah, that I had. you, You were able to shake it off, but this is when, like, this arc, like when everything could go wrong that's when we started rolling bad because listening to the audio this is when we were getting (laughs) like negative fours negative threes and like you know just to get like the uh, with approaches and stunts and everything we couldn't get above like a zero or a one and kyle's like no (laughs) no can do (laughs) you can use a fate point though and yeah um I think this was definitely a lot of actual like fake gameplay that we did. This was like the meat of it because obviously we all took certain things. We used our aspects heavily. Everyone at least, I think, I think everyone but me maybe used a stunt at one point in time. Um, I definitely, see, this is where I got all my fate points from because if you recall after this, mm. all the stress boxes uh-huh. went away and this <laughs> is how I had so many because for the people that understand the mechanics when i went in there to the house i was slightly buzzed that was one of my mild consequences and then i used a fate point to rip myself off of the, the door or yep, off of the, the wall. wall and kyle's like uh not gonna be so easy it's gonna hurt like a bitch and you're gonna get a moderate consequence and with everything else that's gonna happen you're gonna take five uh five marks of stress And that's when we were remembering the mechanics of how the stress boxes work. And so at the end of all this, I end up with like six fate points that just get pulled into my end or something like that. Talking
1: mechanics. Something Um, that comes up later. uh, And that came up in this I was chuckling about is that my understanding was you could use fate points just to create stuff to make the game work for us in our favor. And you hear Kyle going, well, actually it has to work with your aspects and it's complicated and it just this, it wouldn't work. And all I wanted was for us to have knives. That's it. So that way we had some kind of weapon. He was like, nah, the way, you can't spend your fate points like that. Mm-hmm. I just want to say. Yeah, no. He, we, either, either we, could we could have. Either we could have. Or he's just lacks the rule to just let us do whatever the fuck we want. Because it's not like we usually want something major. It's that we want a fucking lock. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. well, and this is where it plays into, I think, the reason he didn't want us to, like, just have that to stab, him. and then he even proved that with the fact that even if he did have knives, it wouldn't have worked, because I found those kitchen knives, kitchen butter <sighs> knives, and they bent immediately. Yes,
2: yes, 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 because it's kind of like a bonded mm-hmm. house thing anyways.
0: hmm Yep, yeah, so with that, I think what Kyle was definitely trying to, like, steer us towards, and we definitely got there on our own end, too, was, you know, working together. It was the power of three with us we were you know trying to light shit on fire we were you know tasing things we were like you know ripping away at like whatever this substance is at the house and we were able to break through i think a window to get out yeah
2: yeah yeah okay real talk question what coat Mm -hmm. got lit on fire mine
0: her her like fur coat
2: so it is part of the very like quintessential
1: quintessential nineties look. I had a sequin dress on and I had a big like fuzzy white coat that I've been yes. to- like toting around everywhere. And I was like, Nope, this house is done. Lighting it on fire, throw that bitch in. Yep. We out.
0: Yep. Impulse. And I, I, I- <laughs> I love it. It was perfect. It was great. Just like, nah, we're going to sh- start shit on fire. It's perfect.
1: Doesn't talk to anyone about it, just as we are. No. Uh, th- no, the rationale, honestly, was this house is dangerous. I don't want anyone else to get mm-hmm. hurt. The only yeah. thing I can do is try to set it on fire. Mm hmm.
0: You it were cut. talking, yeah, you were talking <laughs> just before, like how, you know, you're trying to play off Giselle as like this calm, cool, collected without being a Mary Sue. I feel like. This definitely was able to portray just the mannerisms of just like, I'm uh, just going to light this on fire and be done with it because it's caused us all a serious amount of stress and terror. So,
1: I don't re- goodbye. remember who said it's like, but your coat's like, I can buy a new one, please. Like, yeah. you yeah. know who I am. I think it
0: was Jade. I think it's like your coat or something That's like that. That's
1: hilarious.
2: And, yeah. and, I was, <laughs> and I was
0: like, well, I mean, I could have probably used my coat because I don't have a... Re- s- yeah, because I, because glorified, there's still like, you know, a sleeve and some flesh and that's a, a jacket, flesh. you know, pound of flesh. But mine was technically uh, ruined. Stuck that was
1: it the was, thing. Yeah. I had the weird symbiosis venom shit on it.
0: Oh, like yes, Tara. that's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, that, so I was like, it's a yeah, that... ruined
1: jacket. Bye bye.
0: Mm-hmm. I think, obviously, it was kind of cool, like, you know, we're getting through all this together. And I think, especially with as things are progressing right now, it's kind of cool to see how we come together to take down things it is the the power of teamwork as they would say everything is awesome uh, everything, is, everything awesome. is
2: cool when you're part of a team thank you <laughs> i was
0: thinking i was thinking more captain planet by your powers right. combined oh. we could get the fuck out of here
1: <laughs> also applicable
0: yes i think that works well too um so,
1: some more praise for kyle weirdly enough I do pay attention to the music choices quite often and the Mm -hmm. music choice that he ends up picking for the house which be I I would highly recommend listening to episodes 13 14 I think you probably just would really appreciate the the post-production of it all it was so good just the house theme song essentially is the perfect kind of creepy Mm. that's very ambiance and adds mm-hmm. like the heightened sense of threat and danger without it being really
2: overwhelming. Uh, and okay. just, mm-hmm. and that's really what makes the difference right there too. Yep.
0: I think you'll love it too. Just in the sense that we, we only heard our voices obviously when we we're recording this, when you get the post-production on the editing and you get Kyle um, doing a deep, dark edited voice for Frederick Lloyd and really? the house and everything. Oh, it's and really it's creepy. really, or, like goosebumps. It's creepy. really good. You're but like, heck? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Bad man.
0: <laughs> uh, okay, and then Kyle just responded back, said, I didn't forget about the house sticking to others. It was a timing springing the trap type thing. So since I had been on there long enough, it just, uh, it was my time. It was my time. <laughs> yeah, and then obviously, I think this is where we get kind of left with the big hang, uh, not hangover, uh, cliffhanger of the, Motherfucker the uh, riding
2: their bike down the street too.
0: Mm-hmm. Just on mm-hmm. A casual like. Yeah. Mm. You've got Audrey Nurse just rolling up like, Yo, what up? And then like, Oh shit, I gotta get out of here.
1: Peace. Let's talk about that about why we sort yes. of like okay, bye. And like we're trying to find Timothy. <laughs>
0: I'm gonna uh, yeah I'm gonna bring this up in the sense that like she showed up and she ran off. Yeah. This is when why? the epilogue. This is when the epilogue comes in very handy in the audio drama because we have bam bams uh ian uh, ian thomas uh, doing an audio recording Thanks. on like a tape cassette player thompson excuse me um i knew we started with it close
2: enough. Um, don't close up.
0: enough. um yeah yeah don't don't tell us not watching i'm <laughs> bad with names yes yeah, sh- i'm bad with names but um we end up getting uh we end up getting more information that nurse ended up running into ian's car and so they pick her Mm -hmm. yeah she clips the car and you know ian's pissed off obviously they do take her and they are able to return her back so if we have enough questions as we are as players just imagine listening to the audio drama and being like hold the phone here wait a minute what is this third party information shit and why are they just like dropping her off and why are they all nonchalant about it and Hmm. everything so more questions that we didn't even know we had to ask.
1: Um it's something something that Kyle brought up later. It's like I'm surprised that like your your initial reaction wasn't to go chase after her. And the three of us were like we and we've been up all day. You told us too, like mechanically you told us we were getting late in the night but besides that like mm-hmm. character wise it was late in the day uh we were tired i'm out of jacket and we're missing an arm or pieces of arm mm-hmm. and it's just we're,
0: mm-hmm. we're
2: ready for a nap the trauma of just killing yeah. the person who i thought was my father's murderer yeah. like which yeah. up having to go through that
0: i think it's just the perfect thing too because in store character wise if like someone told the characters to like go after her, they would have been like we can do that <laughs> poor, poor Kyle well, has
1: to deal with my guff all the time when he presents something and I'm like but this is why and I think I'm just I'm
0: but logically
1: I'm soft <laughs> defensive and I, I catch it every now and again I apologize I'm like hey I'm, I'm really not trying to be defensive I'm just trying to explain our side of things but like you told us you, we were tired and those of us who play D&D there's consequences mm-hmm. for being tired oh yeah When you're exhausted. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, we don't want to. We're already messed up. Let us go home. Versus finding out what that meant. Especially Mm -hmm. we
0: just
2: rolled poorly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like I don't want to take Mm -hmm. that risk.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I think obviously we have other things that are going to be happening as this story progresses. But it's amazing how we have all these darn forks in the road that we can take. Some will obviously interact with each other or maybe like merge back together later on others were just like oh man we might need to backtrack a little bit to get back to that fork or see if we can just hop over a bridge to that Mm -hmm. to that lane but yeah as for a you know arc one ending i can just say you know we thought that was amazing and it was crazy but at the same time it only escalates further from there
2: (laughs) significantly just for
0: just for all you guys to know it's gonna Buckle up, because we're just starting. You know, we
1: got a review on Pod Chaser, it was from Rob Blossom, and he was mentioned like, you know, he's new, still kind of catching up, but it's already dripping with crime. And I'm like, oh, keep listening; it just gets drippier and drippier. You're gonna need a napkin. Like, no, <laughs> 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 it is. It, it's the first story arc, right?
0: Hope you have we, your bed. We on. all kind
1: of establish our characters. We know some of the temperaments. We know what's gonna happen. The nice thing is and this all came together pretty naturally where we didn't talk about this, is that we all tried to work together as soon as possible. These people who really have no Mm. reason to besides to survive really do come together really well to, to help out one another. And I just listening back on it, it, it power power of friendship is a, is a big, big, big emotional trigger of mine. I will sob every time.
2: Oh, same. Every time. Um,
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't Listen, know what you're I cried during My Little Pony: The Friendship. Like, I I ah! sob at the end of the pilot episode. I it gets me real good.
0: Speaking speaking of confessions and stuff like that, I'm gonna lead into this. This is kind of uh, Kyle posted this obviously on our Discord a couple of days ago about questions and stuff like that. And I think it's a good segue. Is um, you know he asked uh, what was the cast's expectations leading up to the house, um, and then who was your arc one favorite NPC? Um, we can just kind of go down these, but I I think what I kind of want to lead with was this: is what were your theories that you wanted to either have resolved or that were you were really fascinating about finding out t- at the end of arc one that you wanted to see going forward? Like, what certain like elements were you wanting to progress further or like discover further from just the end of Audrey's involvement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that cliffhanger. <laughs> I like Alex just brought it up with confessions, but I still want to know. In regards to like, what about the the f- the, the, the pay phones, the phone calls that we're yeah. getting? I. Hey uh, guys, I mean, guess we what? Know. We may or may not know already what it's about. Okay, not gonna tell you.
2: <laughs> we know info, but like, what the fuck?
1: <laughs> I t- talking to Kyle as a producer. I knew that he wasn't planning season one to be a, a prototypical year-long season. I I knew that. I didn't think it was going to... When we were recording it, I didn't think it was going to be so short. I thought we were going go to go camp and that we we're going to continue season one. He's like, nope, that's the end of season one or arc one. We go back and forth, right? It's season mm-hmm. one for the sake of, of yeah. podcast land and how you have to submit it. He mm-hmm. calls it arc one because I imagine it's very much more like a book, like volume one chapters yeah. kind of.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I
1: think
2: like Avatar the Last Airbender. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sure he'd appreciate that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, and so I really didn't think this was the end. I thought it's not the end. It was just the end of this chunk. Um, Mm -hmm. I think, so So some of that is just like being sideswiped. At the time, I didn't know what we weren't really exploring. I remember messaging you guys and being like, that's not the real Lloyd. And like trying to share theories. And I really wanted to know a lot more about Lloyd and what happened there.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, Then I, I think we get really... A chance to explore and clearly because it's the end of season one it's just like nope um yeah we got we got other mysteries and stuff to focus on too
0: yep Fun. we got different things that we want to focus on and another thing that i like is out of the audio dramas i'm still kind of i'm actually like while i'm doing the weather reports with you guys i'm going along and listening to the audio dramas for the first time so i don't actually know so if you guys are listening catching up I'm getting the same reactions you guys are with that. If you already have listened and you're telling me, oh, Ethan, wait until you hear what they did in this episode. Good for you. (laughs) I'm excited. But um, I think it's really exciting just to sense that last episode, that last epilogue, we didn't have uh, Falcon recording that. It was strictly just uh, uh, Bam Bam uh, recording that. And we hear, like I said, Ian's recording. And then there's a second voice that's going on at the same time and it's a lighter, more fiendish, and so it gives off like this like dual personality vibe almost. I'm like, ooh, that's something I want to explore more. Give me more of that in the auto dramas too. Cause ooh. he's doing a very good job, Kyle is, with giving us these audio dramas and still not giving us the full story either and letting everyone else discover along with it too. I so. love that. It's clever. Fiendish <laughs> and clever. And
1: clever. I, um, um, I I want to mention this real quick for the sake of of posterity I guess I think that's the last episode we'll have BB on for a little while. So he mm-hmm. also was was a main cast member for Soul Story, but he enlisted in the Air Force and he's been at boot camp mm-hmm. since beginning of March. Uh, which also, yeah. with the world mm-hmm. of the way it is, I'm curious to see how he's doing. But right. oh yeah, um, so when we found that out, we're like, oh snap. And it's not just boot camp. Obviously, when you enlist, there's a, there's a big life change that happens. You're going to be moving places. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot going on. So we told him, hey, take a year off. We'll reconvene. We'll see what happens. So as far as the audio drama goes, as of right now, that's kind of like his last main episode. Um, and I think Kyle's discussed, too, like if you need the soft voice here and there from him as Ian, that might, might happen. But that's like the last big chunk we're going to have from him for a while. Hmm. I, I think we maybe did kind of breeze by some of the audio dramas. And some of it's, it's short and we're not involved. So it's harder to provide mm-hmm. feedback on it. Yeah. Uh, but mm-hmm. I, I with you, Ethan, like, it, it's just they're really well well written. And it being mm-hmm. the one thing that I really don't know a lot about until it hits air as a producer. It's one of the things like I purposely try to keep my nose out of. Like I, don't, of I trust course. you, to yeah. write well. If you need me to look over something, I will. But like I think I started out maybe saying, like, you can something- you me the scripts? And then I realized I'm not even reading these. I want to, but, like, exactly. I trust you enough that it isn't a high priority of mine. Yeah. So just do mm-hmm. what you got to do. Uh, so it's yeah. just as much as much as a surprise when they come out for me.
2: Can I answer the question that Kyle actually posed uh, yeah. in Discord? Because mm-hmm. I really mm-hmm. do like the question. Now that you mentioned it, I just scrolled back. Um, yeah. So, like, what was the cast's expectation leading up to the house? I expected combat. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we, and simple. I, that's why we were getting all like armed up with butter knives and pocket sand and, yes. and you know, <laughs> didn't get to talk about that. But I do love that. I brought up pocket sand because and everyone understood like, wait, you're trying to look for sugar and stuff it was like, shit, they already figured out what I was trying to do. <laughs> Wasn't as clever as I thought it was.
1: You said that you were expecting combat. Were you excited for combat?
2: I mean, our combat was like it was a very Faye esque combat where you're overcoming situations what i mean what i didn't expect was having to role play such an emotional reaction to everything that whole finale was very taxing on like my emotional capabilities
0: (laughs) your your walls were like like, your guard was dropped down because you're like, yes, we're going to kick ass. Oh, no. Oh, emotional no. aspects. <laughs>
2: uh. Didn't prepare for that. It's Whoops. like real life. Oh, didn't oh, <laughs> see that coming. Red alert, red alert.
0: Oh.
2: Uh, but no, it ended up being wonderful. It was just as a complete what, it, like opposite expectation of what I had. <laughs> How about you two? Yeah
0: with the you know expectation leading up to the house yeah I was kind of waiting for something I think you know I definitely try to define Clarence in this like first arc it may not have developed too much into it but it was a sense that Frederick Lloyd's my boss like I've done dealings under him at his club and everything like that and I probably I I think maybe that's one regret I had is maybe I wish I would have played on it more that he would have been more. Hesitant to do this because he's gonna go like confront his boss with a cop and you know the X Y the 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 widow of a lawyer that was testifying him. It's not a good picture. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe if we could go back and do that, maybe if I, after I woke up out of like my my, my drug induced fun, like been like, well, hold up, I didn't agree to this. I should have. I should just stay in the car. <laughs> like, no, I I should not be anywhere near here. But. Clarence is just like, okay, sure, let's let's do it. Probably still a little drug addled, so.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I expected us to see Lloyd there. I no. thought it was going to be right. something completely different. Yeah. I was really confused. I'll be honest, a lot of Bonded House was Alex being confused. Up and okay. like leading up to it, <laughs> uh, to the room, yeah. and after the room. Uh, you can tell Giselle's involvement, uh, the lack thereof, is usually because Alex is confused and trying to get a grasp of what the hell is going on.
0: What's going on? Um,
1: if I don't have anything quippy to say, if I'm being oddly silent, Alex is confused. Um, Good to know. Alex
0: Alex is stunned.
1: <laughs> and and, and it's, it's not like I'm not paying attention. It's just maybe it's, it's an auditory processing sometimes of like uh, I'm not catching everything or I'm just having a hard time imagining what's being illustrated or trying to prioritize what's important. So when we get in the house... I guess I was just kind of confused over in the house in the first place. And
2: I didn't get that it was a mimic until the very end. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I, um,
1: I, I picked up on the organic stuff pretty quick and this idea that this was almost like an angler fish or like some kind of bait. Um,
2: mm-hmm.
1: But like, I, I kind of figured out that it wasn't really Lloyd was pretty quick to pick up on. But also to him, and I don't think it was a fault of Kyle, it was a fault of mine talking about how to escape. And the reason like, I didn't, don't have a lot of information just because like I don't know what the fuck's going on, but <laughs> I'm gonna try and say stuff and hope, hopefully we get there. Uh, I I really I mean, just have a don't have. You don't
0: have. You don't have any real-world experience <laughs> about being in a bonded house, so you mean you couldn't rely on that information? Oddly, no.
1: It's on my bucket list, though.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm.
1: And, and almost the way it got set up, too, I thought it was meant to be impossible. Like, we were going to have someone kick down the door and rescue us, and I was like, kind of expecting another NPC to come in, which is another reason why I wasn't trying too hard. It's like Just the way it felt structurally was, oh, the DM's about to drop That's in someone really badass. Funny. And I was like, oh, no, no, we actually got to do this. And there's still no one waiting for us outside. And I was really expecting a new character, which we kind of got with the Nurse a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and even into Arc 2, you do get a little bit of a deus ex machina NPC towards the end of the Arc mm-hmm. 2. But not this first arc. Nah, Kyle just wanted us to sink or swim. <laughs> it was perfect. And we sunk really, a lot. I yeah. loved it. Um. Yeah. We, were, we were grasping for air.
1: So like as far as expectations for the end of the season, I was su- surprised because I didn't really have expectations because I didn't think we were at the, end of the season yet. I thought we yeah. were going to go for another month or two
2: of recording.
0: It's perfect. Oh,
2: that's completely valid. Nice. Um, I would love to answer who my favorite NPC was. Yes, in arc please.
0: Because um, I know, who, I think I know who Alex's is in Arc Two, <laughs> but I don't necessarily know about yes. Arc One.
2: So Arc One, who's who's
1: your favorite character? the
2: goat <laughs> first off thank you kyle for including a non-binary character and just making it it like not making it mm-hmm. a thing because um, i even think like when we had recorded that like i hadn't even been openly like about my non-binaryism so it was super cool to see that representation so thanks oh. kyle
0: it was dope you're like yeah
2: hell yeah <laughs>
1: they cool as heck Kyle does a
0: My people does a real good
1: job, and this is a whole tangent on another case for for Alex. It's a different Alex TED Talk of including without pandering. Yes. So, like again, I think it's described briefly when we first meet Timothy is that he actually has a prosthetic leg, Mm -hmm. and again, a non-binary character, and just he adds it in without the do you get it do you see what yep. i am doing <laughs> and i mm-hmm. really appreciate that as like i just it's a bone i have to pick with a lot of shows but i think Kyle does a good, good great <laughs> yeah. job
0: yeah <laughs> yeah he, Kyle does a good job with that just in the sense like it's just any normal interaction like like that you may have through work or social aspects like you know you get a quick glimpse of it and it just mentally registers Or like mm-hmm. ah okay yep. you move and on then, and move on Cause, yeah, When we met Timothy, I think he's one of my favorite ones. Him and Kaito uh, just because we're still learning so much about these people and we're not sure if they are going to be around for very long. Uh, um, <laughs> what happened to Martha?
2: <laughs>
0: what? Martha Don't comes worry back about it. forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, I think it's just getting to know these characters and like I said, when we're getting out of the cab first time with Timothy, it's like Kyle's just like, oh, and Jada, you notice when uh, he's getting out of the cab, he has a prosthetic leg. Moving on. <laughs> just a quick glimpse. Glimpse. You just, you know, see either that it's a, you know, something. And then you're like, cool. All right. Yeah. And Nothing yeah. to add to it. Or same. just you notice. Move yeah. On. Same with the goat. I think, I think in the audio dramas, uh, this is kind of me recalling back to it, too. But I think we technically get the introduction to the goat before we actually even. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? like get into the club and so like you're already hearing the pronouns through that and the way that the you goat's know, portrayed through that you just automatically pick it up too and it's nothing big it's good good inclusion Kyle, my best I like friend
1: and i can talk good things about him all day uh <laughs> it's just he really <laughs> sees people as people and that i think really shows in the yeah. storytelling mm-hmm. that's part of what makes the storytelling so strong and uh, like including mm-hmm. inclusive inclusivity but also just the way he presents a story is that it's it's so second nature to him to include Everything, because mm-hmm. that's what we all are. We are everything.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, just universal. It's it's good. God, um,
1: my favorite for arc one? Is hard
0: because, yeah, like I said, I think I know. I think I. We've got I like think five, five I know options. Arc two. Yeah.
1: If we include Lloyd.
0: <laughs> yeah. So okay,
1: so we had um, the ones that jumped to mind are James and Felix. Oh
0: mm-hmm. yeah, the
2: mess. <laughs> <laughs> And I, who is that horrible person? Michael.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Michael. Michael. <laughs> That's such a
1: Joe Bluth way that I really appreciate. Um, yeah. Oh, Michael. <laughs> um, yeah. I, uh, th- something about th- those two cops, in a way, I, I really appreciate it as being the intro folks, and maybe it was just the way he he role played them, or just that being like the first mm-hmm. real interaction of like talking to people and getting information. Um, I, like, I don't have a strong pull, I think. I really like the concept of the goat, but also like just not enough of an emotional attachment. I think arc two is a little mm-hmm. longer, and we get to talk to some more of these NPCs. And I think that's where a lot of my attachments come, is when I get to sit down and ask them more questions, which Kyle loves. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: doesn't he? Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: um, I think... Character-wise, I love them all, and obviously, since this kind of like been my first real experience with a lot of this stuff, just in the sense that NPCs are there to get you know the story going, and they may be reoccurring or they might not show up. I think obviously just seeing, I think one of my best interactions that I love is when Kyle in the first episode is the drunken detainee yeah. or the druggy detainee that jade is like i want out of my cuffs please can you can you just loosen them just it hurts please and it, just the way he's acting yes. that entire thing i was like i love this I, I don't care who this guy is but maybe he'll show up at like the grand finale beh- being the mastermind behind oh, everything word. or anything <laughs> that would just be perfect i love the
2: um, ambiance of our first episode yeah. like it was such a good setup for all of our characters mm-hmm.
0: yeah i think if we were going to look at, like, Arc 1 or anything like that, like you said, you thought it was going to go on longer forever, and it seems like it's just a whole lot of buildup to lead to the actual true story that's going to be started, you could think of, act, like, Arc 1 as the overall mm-hmm. entire pilot. Like, you need to watch all this, and then decide if you want to watch it or not <laughs> Yeah, listen to so Yes, I it. agree completely. So.
1: Hey, Kyle, you wrote a good pilot. I love that. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's up? <laughs> we're on great. the second and
0: third episode right now. It's great.
1: um uh, do we have more questions from Kyle? I give him shit in the in the chat. Like, um, like, are we supposed to answer questions from our yeah. own master? Um, <laughs> <laughs>
2: right.
0: Yeah. The only other one that he has and this is the one that where I'm going to kind of where I was kind of like leading with that being like a pilot is like we're not leading to it, but he, you know, asked what arc one theories did you have that either panned out or went nowhere we kind of like talked about the theories honestly theories for me in here i was kind of going along for the ride so i wasn't like developing a conscious thought about like what was developing up until like even just this most like recent arc we're recording and even just uh posting out right now with arc two there's that's when i start to get like more theories in place but i think Alex, I think you kind of ha- ha- started to have some theories, like, halfway through this season. And I'm not sure if, be if you had any. I,
1: I'm i not sure how many of them I can talk about. Like, that's, like I think, the big thing. Um, A, a lot of my theories end up coming, like, in the moment. Like, this isn't the real Floyd. My, my theory is, this isn't the real Floyd. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Floyd. <laughs> <laughs> I, it again. I
0: think the way you can answer it is, are they panning out so far? Or have they gone nowhere? Or is it, like like you had a theory and it's just been a dead stop to it or is it still a redeveloping theory
1: I have a really funny theory but I think we're going to talk about it story mm-hmm. arc or the, the second arc um that I like 100% thought we we were going down a, a a certain lane and it's like no you just completely misunderstood what I was talking about ah, and I'm like oh shit. I'm a dummy <laughs> Oops. um and and yeah so I, I I'm I can talk more about that Mm probably at the conclusion of our two, or at least maybe midway once 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 the answer gets revealed. I'll talk more about it. Start getting caught up. B theories.
2: Like I said, I'm not much of a thinker, and like I have role played (laughs) this entire game reactionary.
0: (laughs) There's there's the the irony is not lost on me that the detective character (laughs) is is reactionary and doesn't necessarily have the theories being developed, (laughs) and it's it's precious. I love it
2: heck (laughs) it's perfect we
1: i think we talked about the first weather report about how we did the session zero and we're all kind of playing the same character again and then we did in our session zero for the most part and i can say as far as um me and giselle and the characters i play it is really hard for me to play a dumb character and i'm not trying to say i'm super smart like i'm i'm smart but (laughs) i'm i it, it's because it hurts and like sometimes i all even dress like i'm not sure if this is out of character or like this is stretching too far because i pick up on stuff so fast and i want to use it like i want to engage in the dm story on that level that like it's really you can, really hard though,
2: but on a more creative level and just doing it directly that's the fun of playing dumb characters
0: i mean i i don't feel like you're uh your holiday special character was especially <laughs> bright i don't think any of us were necessarily bright maybe that's clever <laughs> but yeah um that's pretty much yeah what kyle had for that in regards to theories. yeah um did you guys have any kind of questions you wanted to to pose or anything like that
1: I didn't write down any this time. I, I I'm so excited to have B here. I know we won't always have you, <laughs> uh, but it is. I, I wish I would have had more questions prepared for you for for a case like this.
0: Yeah, it's a fun treat. I think. Obviously, I think I didn't get to know you until we actually started doing this because I had no. I didn't have a whole lot of experience like with other like actual play podcasts or anything like that. I had very minimally like watched maybe like listen to two critical role episodes before (laughs) all this started. That's six hours right there. (laughs) Yeah, I know it just getting to know you here. And then like, as soon as I knew you were on another podcast, I was like, cool. And I've been listening to broadswords ever since. So, (laughs) you know, I think it's, I think it's cool. Just, you know, expanding that, you know, that friend group and just something like this. So
2: I've made the best friends through podcasting. Yeah. It's perfect.
0: It's perfect. (laughs) And just in the sense from, where you play your like you said you you enjoy playing occasionally the dumb character or something like that you've had that and now here you are with this dynamic i think we kind of talked about it a lot is where are you kind of at with your dynamic or how do you think it's going with playing jada because i think that's the thing you said is you wanted to play someone a little bit more noir and gritted compared to some other like Bubbly or like more lighthearted characters. I struggle every day. I play Jada.
2: (laughs) Every day. (laughs) Because she's everything I'm not, she is very driven put together... I mean, sure, she has thousands of fears, but she tries to ignore them, and then that makes her kind of manic. Um, and, like, it's just, like, the authority figure of the character yeah. that I'm playing. Like, I I hate playing authority figures. I hate <laughs> and I hate being the leader. And, like... I'm doing all of these things outside of my comfort zone and I'm learning how to like fit into that skin and it's been a really cool experience. Like I've never played a more emotional character. Never. Mm-hmm. Um, because again, I play a lot of airheads.
0: Mm-hmm. They're
2: fun, but they don't have a lot mm-hmm. of emotional depth. They're just like slapstick right. fun. Like I like I to crack jokes.
0: They're they're <laughs> Ralphie on the school bus saying <laughs> I'm in danger. Exactly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> So this has been a really, really cool and challenging experience to kind of step outside of that and see what I'm capable of. And it's a lot of angst. A lot of angst.
1: It's new art. It's the place for it. Yeah. (laughs) Have you guys thought of, in a worst case scenario, and or, Carol has kind of a revolving door policy if we felt the need to play a different character. Have you thought of other characters? Mm. No, not at all. Jada's not allowed to die. (laughs) Okay. Good to know.
0: (laughs) I have not. Although I feel like I kind of just gave Clarence, you know, a fairly blank slate when I created him just being Mm -hmm. me in the sense for most of it. I mean, he still has some mannerisms I probably don't necessarily have, but it's a lot kind of just me based. So if I was to do a different character, I've kind of thought about maybe doing something a little bit more stern, kind of like Jada, but, you know, maybe just. Playing into the other strength of me just being quiet through the entire thing. Maybe he's just the, the lone quiet guy in the corner. Just gives the two word statements or something like mm-hmm. that. But but not a whole lot. I've, I've given it like two minutes of thought maybe between between everything. Yeah. Like these characters enough that I want to keep them. Right.
2: Um, except for Jade or Giselle. What do you got for us? <laughs> I don't want to talk about it because now I feel like a jerk. Okay.
1: <laughs> um. No, the only other character I had like a full on backstory for was a runaway character, and my mm-hmm. my concept for her was that she ran away from Earthside to live in Elysium, and what that life is like. And she's supposed to be like 16 years old, and mm-hmm. maybe fighting a drug addiction. Like it was it was gonna be a very dark character, not that <laughs> a Black Widow character isn't, heavier. but I think they're just gonna be that has a lot more emotionally taxingness to it that I do like to explore because mm-hmm. I don't like feelings in the real world. So I put it out in role-playing. Um, that's the thing. <laughs> we play characters in role-play that we aren't in real life. And that's emotional for me. Um, but no, i that, that's like the only one that I have in my back pocket. I, I also was cont- contemplating playing a cop at the beginning of all of this. But I, I, hearing that you had like a really strong idea, I was like, okay, cool. The difference would have been that mine would have been a rookie cop that was i still kind of shared some of that like the law is the best thing out there that cops can never do wrong Mm -hmm. but it would have been the shiny happy version
0: idealistic to see
1: that crumble oh delicious
2: but
0: oh man i i'm only picturing it now if it was two freaking cops like a buddy cop and then there's me tagging along and and it's just like yeah like the, but the rookie cop trying to, like, you know, just has no sympathy that I'm in this predicament. And then Jada's just like, you're just coming with us. you it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would have no, like, levity. i be like, all right, I'm going to run off the first time I get an Elysium. Deuces. <laughs> the, the
1: AU that rookie cop was veteran cop's new partner. Hates it. Hates the whole dynamic. It's, again, we mm-hmm. know Jada does not work well with mm-hmm. others. What, the nope. first episode? I, I beeped my partner. That's good enough. Bye. And like you haven't tried to contact yes. them at all since you've been down here. Not even tried. not nope. even thought about it.
2: Not even a consideration. No. She no. resents them. Uh, uh,
1: but no, I... She I,
2: is an independent woman.
1: Giselle, for me, is endgame. I'm kind of like with you, like, can't die. Not allowed. I, um, if, if there comes to a point where we need to make new characters or anything like that... I really hope Giselle stays around as an NPC because I think it just fits really well in the world. And I would love to see where she grew outside of my control, too.
2: That's, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm excited for what Jada's going to do inside of my control, like how she's mm-hmm. going to grow because she can't, she's already having to break out of the mold. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so that's That'd many. be kind of
0: a cool thing is just if uh, if if we if this developed into a thing enough that we could like create new characters, but then have those be NPCs or even have other people play those characters that we created and give their spin, uh, give it a little doctor who vibe or something like yes. that. Like, you know, multiple people playing the same character or something like that. That could be cool. I would That'd love be
1: fun. That. <laughs> My goal in almost every either podcast or game that I play in is I would be so honored to have my character be turned into a DMs NPC that gets carried around game to game to game. Like something that they just thought was so powerful or impactful or something like that. Like they get their own stop block and everything and that there just gets carried on and passed on. Like, I think there's something, um, be Oh, I don't know. We all want to be known in history at some point, right? Like there's that human desire. Like that's mm-hmm. mine. I just want to be, mm-hmm. have my characters
0: remembered. You want to have a legacy Not for just Legacy. There it is. Yes.
1: Well, we've been talking for almost two hours, um, uh, whether it's yeah. me or John who edits this. Yeah. Um, good luck, scrub. <laughs> <laughs>
2: ha. Enjoy. Luck. We'd like you. Um,
0: <laughs> Yeah, well, we appreciate you guys listening, and um, I think we can probably wrap it up at this point, unless you two have anything you want to quickly bring up or got anything to plug before we, we sign off.
1: Oh, no, you can you do the, all the NSR plugs. That's your job, boo-boo.
0: Oh, oh okay. Cool. I just wasn't sure if, if you guys had any other projects outside of this that you wanted to share. But yeah. we three heroes here are... Uh, The main trio in the show, The Facades of Gods, which you are listening to. And please, uh, this is all part of the no-show radio production. Uh, You can follow us. Network. I'll get it. I'll get it right. I I should have like a little sticky note up top here just right when I'm signing off.
1: Hey, hey, Ethan, I'm going to ask you to do the thing, but I'm going to correct you the entire time. Please continue. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I'm so sorry.
0: No, you're fine. I love it. It's perfect. You love it? Cool. I mean, mean, it is very much Clarence and Giselle. Brand right there, so it's perfect. Can't do anything right. Someone will intervene. It's perfect. (laughs) We're we're so perfect. We're we're just our characters. It's perfect. (laughs) I'm sorry,
1: i like this. You're doing great, sweetie. Keep going.
0: (laughs) No show radio network. Um, yep. Obviously, we do a lot of other shows there. Obviously, this size of gods. First one that came out before this was Soul Story. You can follow them. They also have a similar format that we brought this from, which was Soul Searching. Go check out their stuff if you want to get caught up on their podcasts. Um, We have additional shows that are coming out. We have the brand new Ritual cast that just came out this last year, uh, or just the last few months. And we also have a TV show review type show called First, where it's Alex and Spencer talking about their favorite shows. Starting a new season up here shortly, so you can get all caught up on that too someone maybe two other people in this podcast recording right now are actually part of it so (laughs) if you like opinions and want to be proven wrong you can uh you can uh you can listen to that and have your own opinions but we know we're right in the end um (laughs) that's great uh yeah Uh, am i missing any other shows i'm trying to think i think that's all the cool shows Feel free to join our Discord. Um, obviously, that's where we're pulling a lot of our stuff from. Alex is going to have it on the RSS feed. But we appreciate you being part of the pod, uh, of the podcast family. And then feel free to follow our Patreon, too. Yeah, yang. Yeah, give us a listen. Follow us
1: on Twitter. Or not Twitter. I mean, yes, Twitter, but on Twitch. The other T word. Twitch. The
0: we're other T word. We're starting
1: live streams of some of our podcasts. And we do some other stuff Ooh. that's on there. So follow for good, good stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Alex, uh, for um, Extra Life, had a stretch goal where she needed to play uh, Neverwinter Nights, so she's going through all of that currently right yeah, now. So how's that going? If you,
1: it's going. Um, <laughs> I think I'm almost done with chapter two out of four, and then there's two expansions. Okay. I promise I do too. 113 hours of gameplay. Oh
0: play. man, it's perfect. <laughs> so if you want, uh, if you want that, and uh, join the live chat while she's doing that. Join in.
1: I was going to say, don't don't feel bad about all all the links. I literally have a document for for our Twitter. I'm like, okay, wait, which link do I need? Scroll, scroll, scroll. We do a lot of stuff. So good job,
2: Ethan.
0: (laughs) Yeah, thanks. Just giving everyone the footnotes.
2: Okay, are you ready for my plugs? Yes, plug.
0: Yes, give us them. We've already told that you're on a broadswords and yeah, go from there.
2: Um, sometime in the next two months due to the stretch goal with the One Shot Network and World Builders, um, they hit their goal. So we'll be recording the podcast with Patrick Rothfuss soon. Um, nice. He's really cool. I bet. I have a story to tell <laughs> I, after. <laughs> oh,
0: man. I, I'll tell you my story too. So okay. Sorry, um, folks. You don't get to hear them. No.
2: No. <laughs> uh, Lucian Khan just released a game called Visigoth versus Malgoth and we played it last night and it was absolutely outrageous and I was a Molgoth and I was wonderful thanks <laughs> um <laughs> Bradswords we're also gonna be streaming um something is wrong here which is a game by Kira McGran um on I think we're gonna do it on Twitch I'm setting it up I've contacted the developer it's just like it's an easy four hour dark creepy game that I can put together in two hours and why the heck not yeah nice there I did it yeah, we're <laughs> <Yes. laughs> so perfect.
0: Yes. Plug all the stuff.
2: Oh, also, my name is Bianca Zelda. Follow me on Twitter as Bianca Zelda. Yes. That's a good one. It is. Hey, Ethan. What's yours? <laughs> oh, Ethan. Mine is, Where
1: you mine is
0: Itay Shah. Uh Spell it out for you because people get it confused. It's E T A Y S C A. Last name's bogus. Um, yeah. So, you can follow me there, Alex. Alex?
1: At Roll for Alex anywhere. That's cool. <laughs> Probably not some cool places too, but we don't need to talk about that. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. perfect. <laughs>
0: oh. oh, I thought I was—I I thought you were talking Club Penguin or something like that. No, no, no. I have <laughs>
2: class. Come on. <laughs> oh, okay. I see. Gotta draw the line somewhere. Uh oh. Uh
0: oh. Getting to get all tank. leaders out there now. <laughs> Hot take. All right. Well. uh... For our audience and for our listeners, thanks for showing up here to our weather report. Whether it's rain or shine, we will always be here in Elysium, underground, and afraid of everything.
1: <laughs> Yay! Oh, that means S- I didn't stop us S- going S- live. I had us S- all like, S- S- I, was, I did the Ethan thing. Like, this is great. Elvis this gosh, is
0: great. Oh, oh, shit. <laughs> yep, yep. All right.